you know that there are a lot of people on the sidelines when it comes to buying a home because they're convinced that renting is cheaper than buying? Whole lot, Michaela. <laughs> a whole lot. We talk to them all the time. Can you help them out today? I think I can. We've listed 11 fees or costs that are associated when it comes to renting. And I just thought this was important to bring out because we talk about how home ownership can be so expensive. It's looking like renting can ring the cash register as well. So what would you say the number one fee that a renter is gonna have every time they go to rent an apartment or a home? You're gonna have your application fee. So that's number one. Let's slow down there because there's a narrative out here that the rent is all you pay. Yeah. And everything is inclusive and all I gotta do is come in there and live not so quick. Let's say you have less than stellar credit. How many people do we look at in our daily practice that apply for loans out of 10, 10 being 100%, what percentage of those people would you say have credit scores that are at 640 or less? Eight out of 10. That's a lot. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so you may have to have more than one what? Application fee. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So this fee in my opinion, is something that you as a renter have to consider. I agree. And um, not only with the application fee, but then you have the security deposit as well that you have to put in to secure the unit or the home if you're in like a, like you mentioned in your short earlier this week about the subdivision that was made up of single family homes. Right. right. And that are for lease or for rent. Right. That security deposit is to, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm looking at this is what I want, but it's not guaranteed because you have all these other people out here that are wanting to rent. And you're right. A lot of people don't realize this, especially in metropolitan areas. Everybody wants to live in the, the best neighborhoods. Yes. Uh, and hopefully I'm not offending anybody by saying that, but I think you all will agree. And so there's competition for certain properties. Yeah. Okay. And so that security deposit, when you said that, I was like, man, you know, that's just kind of like earnest money yeah. on a purchase contract. Okay, and say you have one to two to three places that you're interested in, well, you ain't the only one. Nope. Okay, do you have those monies to put security up to see if the person is going to choose you or not? Mm -hmm. But that application fee is gone. Application fee to me, when I juxtapose it to buying a home, that's like your inspection fee. Yep. In the renter's case, the, the landlord mm -hmm. is trying to determine if they want you mm -hmm. to rent their property. And if you're applying at two or three places, that's two or three application fees yep. because you're not guaranteed that you're going to get that one. No. And then if you do get it, said security deposit doesn't come back no. in all cases. No. Okay. So say you get that apartment, the one that you want, mm -hmm. that security dep deposit stays with the landlord. I love what you're doing, how you're juxtaposing or you're comparing the home buying process to the renting process. Because like you said, application fees are just like inspection fees. You don't get those back. Once they're spent, they're gone. Earnest money and security deposits are very similar. Only thing when it comes to buying a home, in most cases, you get your earnest money back if you end up not buying that home. With the security deposit, it depends. It's case by case. There so you, I agree with what you're saying. There you have. Mm -hmm. what, what would you say on the list? What's your number three? And so say you... you Put your application fee in, you've done your security deposit, you say you're moving in, you're gonna get this apartment or this rental property. Then you have your move in and your move out costs. You don't know how much you got until you have to. Move it. 
Move it, move it. What was that? I like to move it. Let me stop. Let me stop. Go ahead. But no, um, that can be very expensive, especially as I said before with renters, because rent is going up every year or after your lease has expired, say you sign a six month or a year lease, mm. your rent is increasing. Two to three percent, easy. After the, the initial lease. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so you're moving around trying to find the nicest apartment for the cheapest monies. So you're having to, those moving out and moving in costs are more. This video are for folks that are renting on the fence because you're either waiting for the bubble to burst mm -hmm. or you still think you're in the camp that it's less expensive for me to rent opposed to buy right and we're not here to tell you you're right or wrong we're here to give you some things to think about mm -hmm. that you may not be considering when you're making that comparison and you're running those numbers make sure you add these things in right right and and with moving <laughs> with moving here's the thing there's levels okay so you know I can remember at the time I was always trying to get it for the low. Yeah. Right? And you get for the low service. Yeah. So when you you know, you moving could be anywhere from two hundred dollars to thousands of dollars. Yeah. Depending on what you have. But more times than not, the lower you go on the scale, not only do you have to pay the movers, but then you gotta buy new stuff because they broke it all up. Yeah. <laughs> right? If I'm planning on being somewhere a minimum of five years, that's what our professional opinion is. Opposed to at minimum moving every two years yeah. some people move every year because when they get that rent notice yeah. they shopping for the for the love yep. right mm -hmm. but you're not factoring in all the moving the stuff that you might have to leave behind the stuff that gets broken never the same memorabilia things of that nature and then how do we quantify the stress yeah. of just being unsettled and getting settled again there's not a dollar amount for that to me no. what say you no, I agree. I was that was I was just about to say that the disruption of um, your life, because moving is very stressful. Making sure you have everything, and like you said, I didn't even think about that. The moving from one place to the other, you gotta drive your stuff over there. Just imagine all of the glassware. And I know for me, for my ladies out there, we have little dainty china and things like that. If it's not packaged properly, you're dealing with movers that really don't care. It's more than likely that that stuff's gonna be broken. And if it's a memorabilia to you, you can't put any dollar amount on that. So I think we hit that point. What's your fourth point? Pet fees. Oh. <laughs> for your little fur babies. <laughs> uh, editor, put a picture of my Nala Wala right here. Yeah. Yes. But no, when you're moving into a house, you don't have to pay for a pet fee. <laughs> you can bring whatever you want because it's your house. Pet fees are expensive. What if your breed is not acceptable? Right. So now again, you're an application. It's just a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's costs that are involved that you aren't factoring in. And the more times you move, those costs, those start over. Mm -hmm. You don't build equity that you can move from house to house or from rental to rental. You got to pay that stuff over and over again. And to move on to the next point, then you have storage fees. Number five, mm -hmm. storage fees. And that's with, like you said, if you're moving from one place to another, the place you're moving into may the space not be comparable to what you had before. Mm -hmm. So now you can't fit everything in your apartment or your rental home. And you got to put it in storage. That's an extra fee a month. And storage containers are very expensive. It's Isn't it funny to you that the... The apartment that you're in is, is never large enough to put yourself in. Never. But <laughs> the little box downstairs that they have, the storage box, that's extra money. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Extra money. Mm -hmm. So storage 
in some of these places is a huge revenue generator. Yep. Okay, so yeah, think about stores. You got to pay for the extra stuff, and a lot of us love our stuff. Yes. Love our stuff. So factor that into the cost as well. Yes. That was number five. Mm -hmm. And then to hit the sixth point, I'm going to combine a few things into this bucket because these are, I just okay. want to say basic apartment fees. Okay. So um, if you have a car, you're going to have to pay for parking, somewhere to park your car. People come and spray for like pests or um, insects usually. That's um, Monthly. another fee. Yeah. Then you have trash, the people yeah. to come pick up your trash. That's a fee. Yeah. And then if you don't have a washer or a dryer located in your apartment. They got one at the apartment complex. They want to have one at the apartment <laughs> complex. It's convenient. But it's not free. Yeah, as the homie said, shout out to Kai. Yes. Convenience kills. It does. And in this case, it's killing your pockets. Yes. Softly. Yes. Quietly. Yes. My bad. <laughs> but no, so those, so you've got parking, you've got pests, you've got trash, you've got laundry. And then if you're at a really nice complex, you may have a pool and a gym. Which are your amenities. amenity fees? Yep. That's to get in the club. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your two thousand dollars is got you on the property. Yes. But if you want to be with the cool people <laughs> to get into the club, mm -hmm. then again, it's a business, guys. And all joking aside, here's the deal: nothing's free. Mm -hmm. And if you think that renting just your rental monthly cost is your only cost, you're sadly mistaken. Yes. Yeah, that was a good number six. Yes, and then. My last one, number seven, seven, are your utilities. And as you said before, that one's kind of a wash. Yeah. Because you have utilities with renting, and then you have utilities with buying a home. Because you, yeah. you need running water, gas, or electricity. That's just going to come with whatever residence you live in. Amen. Can we recap? Just go one through seven? Uh-huh. Yep. So first, you've got application fees. You've got your security deposit. You've got moving in and moving out costs. You have pet fees, storage fees, and then the sixth, parking, pest, trash, laundry, your amenities, mm -hmm. and then lastly, you have your utilities. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. Mm -hmm. We are giving you tools that you can use to quantify if it makes sense for you to become a homeowner. You didn't hear me say everybody, because no. there's not absolute on anything. Right. Okay. So for those of you that are on the fence and you've been told that renting is less expensive, now you have seven, really 11 things to consider yes. when you're trying to make that decision. Yes. We would love an opportunity to speak with you to help you make that decision because you know what they say, McKenna, teamwork, what does it do? Makes the dream work. Makes the dream work, baby. And lastly, you're going to be paying somebody, I say pay yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to pay every month for somewhere to live. So why not be paying towards your own property? Why not own your own real estate where you get tax benefits, you get the living benefits. And overall, it's just beneficial to you um, with the appreciation of the property over time, as opposed to paying rent, which is a liability. You're paying somebody else's mortgage instead of paying your own. I love it. Hey guys, for great insight like that, and for more content like this, Watch this video. Yes. Our time is up, but we thank you for yours. As we always say, let's be good to one another. Let us. Let grace abound. And until the next time. Y'all be blessed.